Hi, welcome to True Creeps, where the stories are true and the creeps are real. We'll cover stories from grotesque gore to the possibly plausible paranormal, to horrifying history, to tense and terrible true crime, and everything else that goes bump in the night. We're your hosts, Amanda, and I'm Lindsay, and we want you to join us while we creep. We cover mature topics. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Hey. So (laughs) we said we weren't going to have any new episodes, which is true, but we are going to, one, share our favorite parts of this year. It'll be different snips from different episodes, different parts. Some of these things you may not have heard before because it might be a tangent and we'll likely have areas where we keep the tangent with what we were actually talking about, or it'll just be on its own. Who could say? There's going to be at least one Oops All Tangents episode that's never (laughs) been heard before. It's almost every episode, but yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there's going to be a little bit of this, a little bit of that. This is the first of these episodes. This is the this. This is the this. <laughs> uh, and we're just doing this little brief overview. But this is all that's really new. Otherwise, it's going to be snips. I don't know. I'm, why am I being weird? I'm being weird, right? Anyway. Okay. Bye. Until the end. Okay. Enjoy. So the myth is that snakes will be attracted by a bowl of milk. And I have literally never heard anything about snakes and milk in my entire life. Mm-mm. Is there snake Santa Claus now or what? Snake a claws. Uh, snake a claws. You have to pronounce the S a lot. Snake a claws. But so snakes will drink anything if they're incredibly dehydrated, but otherwise they cannot digest dairy. So they would have to be to the point of death to be like, I'm going to have some milk. As a lot of people feel. Yeah. I go through milk phases. So this myth about snakes and milk started because farmers kept seeing snakes slithering into their barns. And so naturally, they thought they're sneaking in to drink from the cow's udders. Okay. (laughs) And what a fucking jump. Like, what a fucking leap. Also, your brain pictures it, right? Why is that where they went? I don't know, because especially like farm, I think like maybe chickens and stuff too. And they- Or eggs. Chicken eggs. Yeah. Yeah. It is far more likely that what they were doing was eating the rodents that lived in the barn. And that makes sense. Yeah. But like, I can't imagine being like, yep, that snake's probably in there to suck on the teeth of that cow. What? (laughs) I just accidentally touched my microphone with a piece of chicken. A name for a cocktail for the velvet goat. The Charlixer. Oh my gosh, yes, please. Amanda, I need you to give full details. You need to start with this is this room is suspiciously wooden. (laughs) And I mean that in the truest sense of the word is that it is suspiciously wooden. I said it was one panel away from revealing (laughs) a weird trinket. It's all fucking panels. This okay, so this closet. Okay, just a few things. First off, it matches the weird room at the top of the stairs, so it's like two and a half by two and a half feet in like a square. Except that, say you're if you're looking like straight at it, the top right corner has a triangle taken out of it. So that right angle at the top right is just 
like a piece of wood that goes sideways. It looks like insulation and stuff is behind it. I don't know why that's like that. That doesn't make any sense. But the rest of it, it's all planks of wood. Like it looks like hardwood floors, but on the walls. <laughs> of only the closet. Of only the closet. That's why it's suspiciously wooden. And then that area that I was talking about where it has that chunk taken out of it, there's a light switch on it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. And then there's like old timey drawers that are underneath and like built in. But the room is suspiciously wooden and it has so many planks that there's definitely there has to be a trinket behind one of those. For sure. Yeah. And I would actually say a trinket or a old doll that is somehow pristine. <laughs> Name Christine. You're right. You're right. It's You're one of the two. Fucking right. And actually, the doll might be hanging from the top of that room. Like it's just sitting there waiting for you to come in and look right on up. When you take the panel off it, it mysteriously just falls. Like it's been hanging for, you know, since the 1800s and then it just falls. Like it falls, but when it lands, it lands in like a superhero pose. It doesn't look like it should, but it does for some reason. I had it that it rolls to your feet and then it opens its eyes. And then like, cackles at you and risky business slides out of the room. <laughs> no, the lady will come up behind you and do that. <laughs> no, that's she's she's sometimes in the doll. She's sometimes in the doll. Amanda, do you have radi I'm not done, I'm sorry. Do you have radiators there? No. Do you know what a radiator is? I mean, I see it in the photos. Okay, so radiators are metal and they have hot fucking water in them. And that's what heats the room. So those are fucking scalding, Mm -hmm. somewhere between really hot and scalding. Whenever you see them, I want you to think this is too hot to touch. And they're all over the place. They're all over the place. Those are no touches. (laughs) Just think of a child. (laughs) Those are no-nos. Also, these windows could use some love. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Okay. The other room, not the one that I was in before, but the one that's like kind of next to yours. Yes. It has the other side to the suspiciously wooden closet. And that one's, it's not wooden. They put drywall over it. Yeah. It looks so normal. No, it's not dry. Well, it it is drywall, but it's not like the other one is just unfinished. It's finished in a weird fucking way. Because it was too difficult. They've got to hide that trinket doll. Yes. Well, actually... Another weird thing, that room doesn't have a door. Door's full on gone. But if you look up, there's a weird attic crawl space thing. And above the door has the weird windows above the doors. Yeah, well, I think that's for ventilation. Yeah. But like, still, that's fucking weird. That shit's opening in the middle of the night while you're trying to sleep. Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Oh, none of them have doors. I guess I didn't miss a lot. Like, wait, 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 wait. Well, no, no. Fireplace bedroom has one, which while we're here, let's talk about all of the fireplaces and how the tops of them show wear and tear of fireplaces like they're black and filled with soot. But the bottoms are fucking white. Every fucking fireplace is like that. The top one looks heavily damaged. Also, it's like concrete. I like that whoever took the picture of this room ducked out of the mirror. Oh, yeah. They did that in all the mirrors. So you just see the camera. Yeah. This is the first time I noticed it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. I've been in this house a lot this week, wandering around. Inside. She's been in this house. (laughs) What is that weird little nook? That's the looking spot so you can oversee the backyard. I'm just obsessed with the the front door. 
I love it. It is beautiful. When you step through to the, I, I assume, dining room, maybe, there's like this weird walkway to the kitchen, but it's like abnormally tiny. Well, it's curved. <laughs> it's like they added like, to me, what looks like they did plaster on the walls and then they made indentations like it was tile. And then they like made a weird arch into the kitchen you got to see it to see it. Yeah. It looks like there's an addition on this house, too, because there's like windows from the kitchen to what would have been the outside before because it's made of brick. So that's probably why some of the bedrooms are weird, too, is because there's an addition. I wonder if the ghosts are in the addition, too. Oh, for sure. Like, it's they're free roaming ghosts. They do what they want. They're like, oh, more space for activities. Done <laughs> and laughing. done. That's why they kept the floors so she can just slide in. <laughs> yeah, they got this risky business slide in. <laughs> look if you've listened to us for a long time then you've heard the leonardo chanchuli episode where we talk about tea cakes and the lead up to the episode where amanda kept explaining to me that they sounded like they were cookies and then i acted shocked when I, when somebody said that they were cookies <laughs> <laughs> no i love it when she looks at a recipe and she's like okay that's it those are that's a cake that's a tea cake not a cookie that's the one <laughs> Maybe she's getting all of her recipes off of the back of a can of rat poison. That frog makes a splash. Then up from the water emerges a lipless slit, about the size of a 12-year-old boy, that comes crashing to the shore to drag you to its depths. I lost my talisman. Well, you're fucked. You're going to need a new one. I mean, if I'm putting toenails and rice in it, it's already pissed. Oh, no, I don't think it is. I mean, it's going to be, but like, not yet. If you go out of the hiding place without salt water, you might encounter what? I have skinned a Furby before. Oh, okay. Sorry, my cat is really loudly snoring. He's ruining the vibe of this. I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. The sun has gone down, the moon has gone up, and long ago somebody left with the cup. Would you have a ghost scent? Like, would you leave a scent around? Yeah, oh yeah, I absolutely would. What would your scent be? So... My personal signature scents are a mixture of Clinique's Happy and Bloom and then like two different Bath and Body Works body sprays that are coconut. One is coconut and one is vanilla. And it is the trio that makes up my individual scent. So sometimes I'm more coconut. Sometimes I'm more vanilla. Sometimes I'm more Happy and Bloom. But it's a mixture of the three. So I feel like that (laughs) floral coconut vanilla situation which sounds like a lot, but it works together. <laughs> That's, yeah, that works. That works. I don't know if I'd have one, but I feel like my house, even when I move, is going to smell like pumpkin because I always have pumpkin everything. Like I hoard all pumpkin candles and sprays and everything in the magical Halloween period. And then I use them throughout the year. So with all of this happening, one thing that I want to bring up is during this time, as he's you know trying to cure her, He also had some weird wingless plane, and he kept it on the hospital grounds, which seems super bizarre, even more bizarre than a wingless plane. And as he's, like, talking to Elena, he names his weird wingless plane after her. And there's reports of it being called Contessa Elena or Countess Elena. And then I saw a picture, like a photo of it, and on the top it was written Elena's airship. So I don't know what he quite called it, but something to do with Elena. This isn't great. This is not great. It's so random. Also, a wingless plane. Isn't that just like a boat or a car? 
I'm glad you said that. If it can't fly, because like, but my, uh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. But I guess my thing is like, can you imagine being sick and ailing and someone's like, I named my broken plane after you? <laughs> like, that's just fucking rude. Right? Like, especially like, it'd be one thing if you were healthy and they were like, it's like, it's going to work and we're going to fly in it. And like, oh, our love. But it's like, this plane is broken and you don't feel well. What a comparison. That's not a compliment. <laughs> well, he claimed that him and Elena would fly in it together one day. Oh, and, you know, once he was done fixing it up, not only could it fly, but he was going to make it so it totally could sail on water, too. Oh, my God. Tansler or Countess Castle. Wow. The stories you tell. So it's getting wild. I, I just don't understand why he was obsessed with this, but it seems like he spent a lot of time with this plane. I mean, can you just, again, she's coughing, she's getting worse, and he's like, Elena, guess what I got? And she, like, looks outside, and she's like, she's like, wow. Can't you just see it just, wow. That's, I think, the response you would get from me. I'm sick. And he, like, brought it to work to, like, stay in the parking lot? Yeah. That, that's what's wild, is that, like, she looks out of her hospital room window, and it's just like, wow, that's a wingless <laughs> plane, my man. Right? In the 30s. I am excited for this. And from what we could find, we believe that he bought wreckage of a plane and left it in the hospital parking lot so that he could restore it between patients and, you know, after he got off work. Gorgeous. But there's also stories that he said that he built it himself. Oh, my God. What's worse than a DIY doctor? A DIY pilot. Right. I also just need you to know that, like, we are talking about an airplane in the 1930s. So Michael is said to be mischievous, and he likes to play tricks with lights, doors, and the television. Some folks have also said they've heard pounding on the wall. We've talked about this in another episode, but it does really creep us out. Some say that they have seen hands coming out of the bathroom mirror. Mm -mm, I can't. I think we talked about how it's terrifying when you're staying in a hotel that you know is haunted and you have to close your eyes for any reason, like washing your face. Yes. But like this takes the cake. Like if someone said, oh, shit comes out of the mirror. No. Mm -mm. No, thank you. I can't. Like I like to visit, but I'm not going to stay in a situation where I need to close my eyes. <laughs> I'm going to have to like go to the car to wash my face off. But that being said, though, <laughs> could you imagine how helpful it would be to put on a pair of false eyelashes if there was a hand coming straight out to like help you. I don't think he'd do that. What if he gave you a nice face massage when you're washing your face? You should go there, Lindsay. Tell me how that goes. <laughs> uh, Michael, can you help me put on false eyelashes? I can't do it by myself. He's like, I don't know what the fuck those are, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely can. Okay, will you give me a face massage? <laughs> Also, no. <laughs> yeah, this 1800s ghost from Ireland. Look, maybe he wants to rub my face. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I don't know if anyone's tried that, so. <laughs> Look. Maybe. Maybe that's what he's wanted this entire time, was he was just reaching out for face to rub. <laughs> Maybe that's it. That's it. I could be that for him. <laughs> you solved the case again. I did. You know me cracking a case. Also, some people have reported seeing a man in a white suit come from the bookshelves. Kristen even saw him once. 
This only makes me think of Colonel Sanders, and I don't know why. <laughs> this <doesn't> sounds spooky. <laughs> I'm just like, do you have chicken for me? You would eat ghost chicken. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it. The ghost chicken with her face massage. She's like, all right, ghost food, ghost massages, ghost therapists. I think I want a ghost hotel and spa. You know, I think I said, it sounds like I'm ready for this experience. Ghost chicken and (laughs) a ghost face massage. Good and good. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Yeah, like, I just don't, I don't know why that's the image I get, but like, it kind of ruins the spooky factor because it's like him just like happily just walking on out like he owns the place. (laughs) He absolutely has a bucket of chicken. Yeah, what's he gonna not have a bucket of chicken? Then you stab the doll with your scalpel and you say, okay, okay, you were the next it, Cornelius, and you set the doll down. Once you have put the doll down, you should run to your hiding place. Okay. And now the doll that is theoretically possessed is looking for you. The toenail doll. The toenail doll, Cornelius. Cornelius, Clementine, Claudine. Do you hear like, you know, like when rice is like moving Do you oh hear, yeah like the like rice feet <laughs> the rice feet i mean i would imagine you would hear like the thud of like rice feet oh my gosh you've sent me a thing about a doll expo that you're you're clearly going to now to go get a rice doll yeah i mean i kind of have to well no there's no chance i would do this because i don't want a haunted doll let alone to be making my own haunted dolls so okay How do you end the game? We're going to talk about some things with this. Okay, Amanda, do you have any guesses on how you end the game? Probably die or end up in another dimension, right? No. Okay, here's how we end it. You're going to take that cup of salt water and you are going to pour half of the cup of salt water into your mouth. Obviously. Do not swallow it. This is very important. I don't want to. You are going to need to hold it into your mouth. Well, yeah, you throw up. It's gonna you're gonna hold it in your mouth. So you're gonna leave the hiding place. I'm going to spit it out. No, you Come can't. On. Not yet. <laughs> so you're gonna leave your hiding place and you're gonna start looking for the doll. That's right. With your like yes, yes, chipmunk cheeks. <laughs> cheeks filled with salt water, and you're totally not gagging. And I want to point out that you are looking for the doll because you're not gonna go to the bathroom because it might not fucking be there. So as you're searching, keeping this mouth warm salt water in your mouth, you cannot spit it out. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> Once you find the doll, you have to pour the rest of the salt water that's in the cup over the doll. So imagine you're looking through the house with a doll. You have mouth warm salt water in your chipmunk cheeks. You're also holding a cup of water, right? Now, oh, I also mentioned another really important part. That sharp instrument from before, that's now the dolls. So it has that scalpel. So you have a cup of salt water and warm salt water in your mouth and you're hunting it with so your wait, salt wait, wait, water. Wait. Yes. What you're saying is that there's going to be a doll in the house. In the dark. Filled with rice and toenail, <laughs> toenail clippings with a scalpel <laughs> fucking running around the house while I have a chipmunk cheeks. <laughs> while I have chipmunk cheeks of salt water and I'm supposed to just look for this bitch without spitting yeah, any out. You can't out. spit any out. You can't draw any out. And you're also holding the cup with the remainder of the salt water there. And it's dark. And it's dark. <laughs> I barely can I barely can walk in my house in the dark I now know. with something, I let alone this. Let alone like not throwing up or gagging or spitting this out. But okay. So <laughs> when you find the doll, you pour the rest of the salt water cup 
over the doll. Okay. And then all of that salt water that's in your mouth, you don't just spit it at it like a like a like you do like a water thing. You have to spray spit it all over the doll. So you're just like a fire hose. You're really dousing it in this salt water. That's why I'm saying as so long as it's at least eight ounces, I would actually feel like it might be better to do a bigger cup so that that way, if you do drool a little, you still have an adequate amount to pour and spit spray on the doll. But then once your mouth is empty. But drool doesn't help you in this case. No, drool does not help you in this case. Only in yeah, the other that's, one. That's the F74 game. This you do not. You want to keep all your liquids in your mouth. For now. So, okay. After you found your toenail rice doll, Cornelius in this instance, and you've poured your salt water and then spit sprayed them, you say, I win three times. And so I just wanted to note some general holes in this ending. Because the instructions don't say this, but if you are looking for the doll and the doll is hunting you with its scalpel or whatever sharp edge object it has, Mm -hmm. presumably one of the outcomes of the game slash ritual is that this fucking doll does find you, right? Like, because it is looking for you. What if you find each other at the exact same moment, though? I mean, I would imagine that you better learn how to spit real quick. (laughs) Spit spit and pour, baby. (laughs) Is it like trying to stab you and... Yeah, no, you have to train water. Like you have to train of like how to pour and spit very quickly. (laughs) And you also like have to have like a non-threatening sharp object. that's like sharp enough to stab, but isn't going to hurt you very much. (laughs) But so like what happens if that doll finds you first? What happens if you can't find the doll? Do you just burn the whole house down? And then here is the biggest question that I have. Why did we fill the bathtub full of water in the beginning? Because I didn't see anything that explained why that was the case. And I was like, are you supposed to put the doll in the water? So is it a wet rice toenail doll that's just (laughs) squashing all over your house and like getting wet rice water everywhere? And like then to find it, you would just have to like follow the wet rice trail. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be that hard, presumably. But I don't know why we needed a bathtub full of water. (laughs) And originally one of my questions was like, why did we turn the TV on? Because we needed light to find the doll. No, that was in your hiding place. There's a reason why the TV is on. So here are some general notes that you should keep in mind when playing the game. First is that you must finish the ritual, which feels reasonable because you don't want this scalpel wielding doll on the loose. Secondly, it will not work at all if the lights are on. So you can't even do it. I don't know what happens if midway through you turn the lights on. I'm imagining this doll is already alive. Lights are no lights. It doesn't give a fuck unless you're going to spit on it. It's a kink. Anyway, you also have to be quiet while you're hiding, which I feel like is a really obvious notion. Like if a doll with a sharp instrument is hunting me, I'm probably going to be quiet. You know what I'm also probably going to do? Not any of this. I'm not going to put myself in this situation because that's weird. Anyway, (laughs) there's also the following quote. Are you ready? Yes. Remember, if you were living with someone, you might put them in danger, too. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, what the fuck is happening right now? There's this fucked up doll and you really, really can't sew. So like it's like losing toenails and rice as it walks around. If one is doing this, I'm imagining they're relatively erratic and unhinged, right? So, like, they have, like, these, like, loose, chunky stitches. So it's just dripping rice and toenails, like, as it goes. And, like, you walk into a room and you hear, like, a quick rice shuffle spill. (laughs) 
You have, like, rice-related trauma for the rest of your life. Clearly. And toenail-related trauma. You're afraid to clip anything. I don't know why it's toenails in this version, but whatever. Go with it. I don't know. It just became that. Yeah. Okay. Now, this feels relatively reasonable, but you shouldn't continue the ritual for more than two hours. That feels fair. It's now 5 a.m. Like, you don't even get 10? (laughs) It's now fucking 5 a.m. Well, the sun's coming up. Now, what if it was ghost emo music? Hmm. Did Mozart go emo? (laughs) He's got the bang. He like parted his like white wig. <laughs> so he has a, a, a hard bang. <laughs> I want that to be someone's album. Mozart <laughs> Someone has to have done that. I would be so surprised if that didn't exist already. What a lovely time. We're recording this together before we have the snips together, but we know it was going to be a lovely time. Oh, yeah. Everything we do is lovely. <laughs> Uh, if you had to describe my laugh, it would be lovely. <laughs> it wouldn't be yeah. weird, like one of my coworkers said to me once. I'll fight them. She went, you know you have a weird laugh, right? And I went, yeah. Because <laughs> it's true. It is. But it's no, The only weird thing about you is you say Mario wrong. I, I say a lot of things wrong. I say a lot of things wrong. <laughs> Mario. No, that one I can't get over. No, that's I, wrong. That's I know wrong. it's wrong. I just, is it Mario, Mario? My brain does a thing. And then I'm like, whatever comes out, comes out. Here we go. Anyway, there'll be another one of these next week. Yeah. And with that, have a great weekend. Thanks for creeping with us. Thanks for listening. And as always, a special thank you to our patrons who support us via Patreon. Please see the link in our show notes to learn more about how you, yes, you, can begin to haunt the dump, guard vortexes, or even become a scorching Sasquatch. Also in our show notes, you can find the link to our website, more information on our sources, our social media handles, and our merch store. We'd love for you to keep creeping with us. So if you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the show with your fellow creeps and or ghosts. I beg of you. (laughs) 